What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Nets Chat. I got Isaac Westbrook here with me. Um, so just want to say a quick thank you for joining me. Uh, I hope you're ready for all these questions people are about to ask. <laughs> I think so. My boy Kanj is making shots. Damn. He's it's hating. early. It's two I, minutes I in. I more than he does. Wow. <laughs> okay. Lamont already said it's about to get real. It really is. You already know. Okay, yeah. okay. No, no subliminal today. We're going to tell it how it is. You're going to tell it how it is. Okay. That's fair. I, w I wouldn't expect anything less. That's right. Okay. So, um, dude, like the first, first question for me, really, this is something that I've always wondered. Um, so I'm just going to go in deep with it. So for me, my family has a my family has a a background in medicine. So like my my dad, my mom, relatives, everybody is some sort of doctor or nurse, and they've never been like a basketball family. But you guys, the Westbrook clan, is known like you guys have roots of basketball. Like that's what everybody is gonna do at some stage in their life. How how was that for you growing up? Um, it was great. You know, like you said, uh, my my whole family played. Everybody except for my mom. She mm -hmm. she can't even make a layup, but <clears throat> we'll give her for that. Um, but like that, my dad came over here in the eighties to to play ball, and since I was like two, I've been around basketball. Um, it's always been a part of my life. Um, yeah. And so I think you know the best thing that came out of that was. I always had someone to play with. You know, I had three brothers and a sister. Yeah. All of us played. Um, and so it meant then you always had someone that would go, you know, either work out with you or go play. Um, and then it also meant that, you know, basketball was kind of part of everyday life. You know, yeah. sitting around the table, we kind of talked basketball. And at dinner, it was basketball, you know, and, we we played basketball in the room on the like, on the Nerf net, you know. So for me growing up, basketball was a uh, it was just a large part of kind of everything that I did. Um, yeah, you know. So uh, it was it was definitely a bonus. It was also nice then to be able to play with, with family, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, either between schools or club basketball, almost I think. All of the teams that I played for, I played with a sibling, <clears throat> you know. That's awesome, yeah. And so, you know, that was all. That always made it really, really fun, too. You know, it gave it a different kind of vibe, playing with family rather than just, you know, playing with your friends. It was, it was, uh, it was different. So, yeah, it was, I feel really, really lucky to, uh, to have grown up in a basketball family. Um, and it just meant that, like, there was, it was never shut off. Basketball was, was, it was an everyday thing for me, you know? Yeah. It was like your breakfast. Basically, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. It's like, if you weren't playing, yeah. you were watching <laughs> it. And, you know, if you weren't watching it, you were practicing it out the back. And, you know, so it was just, it was nonstop. It was always there. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I honestly, um, you know, I always have that envious um, thought when I'm like, I wish I'd started playing basketball when I was two. Like, I wish my, my dad or my mom was, like, involved in basketball so I could have been playing all this time. Uh, 
and the whole like where where could I have been if that was the case? But like, it's just it's it's amazing to see like a full family, especially you guys, the uh, the Peggy Blacks, uh, Ken Black family. Right. Their whole family is just engulfed in basketball. Like it's it's amazing to see, and it's such uh, a great thing to see every every child in the family has that same love for basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I always want—I always wanted to ask that question, so I'm glad I got the opportunity to do it now. Yeah, yeah, the Blacks, they're another major, major basketball family, you know. Mm. <clears throat> the crazy thing about them, too, is, like, their whole family, even their mom, Joan and Ken, involved in the coaching, and then yeah, the girls' ball, everybody except uh, Marcus has got some serious skills. <laughs> okay love it that's the first shot of the day first shot of the day <laughs> um, right if anyone has any questions they want to ask me or isaac just drop them into the question box below or type them in to, as a comment uh and we'll answer them as best as we can i'll pick you um, question hillary when did you start playing basketball when did i start um so it was the summer right before first year. Um, my family had just moved from uh, Knock Lion down in the south side to Blanchestown. And I wasn't doing really, I wasn't doing well with the adjustment because I like, that's when you make like some really good friends, you know, that fifth, fifth, year, fifth class, sixth class, first year kind of kind of time. Right. Uh, so I had felt like oh, I'd made some really good friends and then my parents just moved moved us to opposite side of the, the city. But my brother uh, brought me to an outdoor court that, that summer right beside our house. And funny enough, Nabs was there. Him, oh. him and Nabs were actually the same age and they were, they were really close friends. Um, so that summer, that was the first time I ever played basketball. And after that summer, I dropped, uh, I dropped soccer, dropped hurling, I dropped ga, and the only thing I kept up was athletics on the side. But after that summer, I just fell in love with it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's mm. It was a big draw. Um, Aina, what up, man? He just asked a question that I was thinking about, but I didn't want to ask it straight away. It's but I guess it's going to be that type of conversation. He said. Who is the best baller in the Westbrook family? Who's, uh, I mean, do you want the honest answer? Well, I know you're going to say you, but taking I'm you out of the equation. No, um, you know, it depends who you ask. Whoever you ask in the family is going to tell you that they're the best. That's mm-hmm. it. That's no question. Um, but you know, everybody knows I'm the best. Uh, even Aina knows that he's just stirring the pot for <laughs> when isolation is over. And <laughs> but uh, you know the thing about us was we were all such different players. You know, Michael in his mm-hmm. day, Michael is unstoppable. You know, back in uh, back when he was younger and athletic, Michael was unguardable. And Aaron and Puff said Aaron is a strap. That's right. Aaron was a physical specimen. You know, he was uh, he was tough, um, mm. and then you know. But I'd say you know the best of all of us has to be my dad because he can still go. Oh yeah, and he's he's sixty three. You know, he can still get it in. Um, 
So. Bro, your 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 dad dunked on somebody. Uh, dunked on one of my friends. I'm not gonna say who my friend's name was, but I think it was three years ago now. Oh, maybe three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was three years ago. He dunked on somebody in the post. Like it wasn't obviously like he didn't jump up there and grab the rim. Yeah. But he jumped up there and slapped the rim on that layup. Yeah, yeah. That's a dunk. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take a, a finger grab any day. Facts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know how he does it, man. I don't know how he does it. He, somehow every year he just keeps coming back for more. He must just love the abuse. It's just it's just uh, admirable to see, like, at, at, at that age, he still has the passion for it. I remember the first time I, I, I came up against him. I thought he was going to come on and play maybe five minutes and then, you know, relax for a little bit. The dude literally played for about 25 minutes. Like, he yeah. spent the first quarter warming up on the sideline. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> he's ready for this. <laughs> it takes a quarter, you know. <laughs> it's all a warm-up in that one quarter. But then once he's ready, he's ready. That's funny. For sure. Yeah, nah, he loves. Yeah, in in my like rating of your family, it's definitely him number one. I think the, it's a. I've never seen Aaron play, but yeah. then it's a, it's a tied second place for you and Eric. Yeah, Puff's on here saying Eric's more swaggy than me, but Puff's tripping, yo. <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric was different. Eric, Eric was he was different. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I'm not going to slag Eric, you know. Eric's been, I don't know if you know this, but Eric's coming back next year. He's moving back to Ireland. And oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So he's moving back for the year. So uh, he, um, he's he been working out because he got a little bit, I've been calling him fat, you know. You're not supposed to call him fat. You're not supposed to body shame people. But this dude was fat, man, you know. He's <laughs> so, your little brother. I think you're allowed. Yeah, yeah. So he's been, he's been working out, trying to come back. Um. Uh, but he he don't he didn't want any of this. He didn't want any of this smoke. Okay, that that's a there's a lot of one on ones there's that are gonna happen when uh, lockdown is over and when Eric is back. So I'm excited just to see all this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, people better uh, start saving some money because you know. Little Wayne said it best when someone asked him to freestyle, you know, they wanted to have a rap battle. He said, how much am I going to get paid for this? You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to go play these ones for pride. I'm trying to make some money. money down on the court. I got to go back. My name uh, given out to me on, in the comments because I didn't give her a mention. Leia. But, uh, you know, in fairness to Leia, Leia's the only one from our family who uh, went and played Division One basketball. So may maybe she's the GOAT. Who knows? Facts probably is. Probably is. Um, Came back this year, won a national cup. Right. We, uh, we had another question from uh, Farouk. He said, did Puff and Isaac ever go one-on-one? And Puff said, Isaac has been ducking me, yo. <laughs> nah, gee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be real, though. One-on-one? Uh, I don't know. I was going to talk to That's when I got to see. I have to see that. I'm down, you know. I'm not I'm not afraid to play anybody. It's definitely not my uh, my strong suit. I'm going to be pulling, shooting jumpers all day. But, <laughs> but I'm ready. Pope's going to be doing that too. 
Yeah, true. Puff, Puff loves the jumper. Oh, we all know Puff's going to go one dribble left, Hezzy, right into the jumper. We all know. <laughs> it's no secret. <laughs> Watch. He, he, he about to say something now. He got, he got a couple of moves, but that, oh, that, that's, that's, the, that's the main one. But when you see those eyes open up and that ball gets floated to the left, uh -huh. definitely get your hand up because it's, it's most likely going to go in regardless. But Right. Um, so we, we had another question um, from Connor Koff. I actually liked this question the other day when I was talking to Norton. So uh, he said nicest club jerseys. So I'll say, uh, can you rate your top three Favorite jerseys in the Super League? Top three favorite jerseys. Well, I, I was watching the other day with Lorcan, and, you know, mm. I can't agree more with that. Uh, definitely not UCD. They have the ugliest <laughs> jerseys for the last 10 years over the last Things are terrible. I'm not a big fan of the camo out in Tralee either. Mm -hmm. This year, at the start of the year, we got new gear this year. But the first couple of games of this year, we wore some um, the the jerseys from last year. They were like white with the the white cholester gear from last year that we wore at the start of this year. With I the looked, orange, it was uh, like dots. Yeah, had the orange dots on the side. I like that. Um, Temple Oak had some nice gear this year. I thought it was kind of plain and simple, but I'm kind of. I'm a plain and simple kind of dude. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, the black gear from Calesta. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say Lions there. Nah, Lions getting no love on here today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get to that one. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's a good top three. Um, I'm going to go back again. I think I skipped over a question from uh, one of the girls you coach, actually, Erica. Yeah. She said, uh, do you prefer coaching camps or club teams? Good question. Um, I like doing – I mean, I like both of them, obviously. Um, I think – I think I prefer camps, being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially lately, I've kind of been, you know, found a new appreciation for, for the like, the grind and for putting in the work and the repetitions and stuff like that. And you know, the nice thing about camps is you can see because you see these kids day after day after day after day, you can almost see those slow progressions happen a little bit quicker, um, mm -hmm. which I quite enjoy. And then I also just like being able to. You know, with the camps, you can almost, uh, you know, pinpoint what you're trying to really focus on. Whereas when you're coaching yeah. teams, you know, there's so much that goes on with coaching teams in terms of, you know, dealing with you know, personalities, court time, of course. school, your parents, and, you know, you don't get nearly as much time. So you don't really get to uh, see the results happen as rapidly. And so... I, like I enjoy coaching teams and the process of coaching teams is fun, but I really like I love the camp aspect and, yeah. uh, of coaching. So I, I'd have to go with camps, I think. Yeah, no, I think I think I'm the same. Like I love I love coaching a team, 
throughout throughout the year, throughout the season, and building the building the relationships, building the team. But when you're when you're in that camp situation, it's a week of like day by day seeing the same kids, trying to trying to trying to hammer in a point. Um, I think like that that's that's like that's something you only get to do every summer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you definitely have that excitement for it. And kids, I think I think a lot of kids come to camps, and they've been they've been anticipating that camp for a long time. So right. energies are high. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the whole atmosphere is different. Right. It's also nice because you get to see a lot of kids that you normally wouldn't get to see. You know, if you get kids exactly. coming other clubs and stuff and then you get different kids from different clubs like you said the energy is different because yeah these guys want to compete and they want to represent their club again you know and so the whole vibe of the camp especially when you get the kids that come that want to work like you said if kids exactly. are coming to camp, yeah. you figure parents are paying money for this they're coming to get some work in you know yeah and i just love that you know yeah <laughs> there's a lot of kids out there that uh that you know, just kind of don't really take advantage of the opportunity, and they don't realize that they're paying money to be there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it's all their parents are paying the money, and so they just mm. take granted. But like, again, there's so many kids out there who's, who you know can't afford to go to camp. So it's yeah. like you, you gotta you gotta take advantage of those times. The fact for sure happen. And push yourself and get get good coaching. Um, oh yeah, facts. Um, we'll, we'll jump on to the next question. So Elijah, um, he played for Thunder he played, with he you. Thunder and then UCD after that. For yeah. the, the end of the season. Mm, that guy was a bucket. He he said, "How can how can you become as athletic as Nets athletic, tra- Nets athletic training and as skilled as Isaac Westbrook's one?" I actually, I actually typed in your uh, your Westbrook Camp uh, Instagram. Yeah. So if anybody wants to follow that up, Westbrook Camps uh, on Instagram. There's daily videos, workouts, whatever it is. Everything is up there. So Thanks, follow yeah. up, follow up. Yes, sir. Do you want to take? You want? Do you want to answer the uh, athletic side of that? The I athletic side of that? Yeah. Um, I think for for for. The, for the most part, when me and Lorcan were talking, the main thing was doing plyometric training and sprinting, like actually running. Because when you're out there, he was saying, if you sprint, you're not going to get slower from continuously sprinting. You're going to get faster from it. Um, for me, when I was growing up, before I, uh, I developed the jump program, <clears throat> all I did was calf raises, uh, sprinting, and then I jumped a lot. You know what I mean? Like if I was walking down the street right. and there's a there's a sign, I'm jumping up to try slap it. If I'm in my house, I'm trying to touch the roof, whatever it is. I was always jumping, always trying to get to uh, another level. So that helped yeah. me. Um, and then also, <clears throat> I think the, 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 the biggest thing for a lot of kids, some people actually have the ability to jump high. They just don't have the footwork, the mechanics of it. I see a lot of kids that when they run into their jump, they do a small jump, kill all of their momentum, and right. then go up. And they're like, oh, I can't touch the rim. 
Like, yeah, because yeah, you just killed all your momentum on that little <laughs> jump. Yeah, because yeah, you just tried to you know jump. I mean? And then there's there's um, uh, the the girl, I don't know if you saw her, the girl from Bernal. I think I got this wrong the other day. I said Glenn Meyer. Yeah, yeah. Jump, not great footwork, jumping off her right leg and right. dunking with her right hand. Like She made that look effortless, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Imagine if that was the right footwork. Right, right. Um, Again, she's only, that, that girl's only what? 15, 16? 15. Yeah, I think she's 15. So, like, get in touch, man. Teach us some footwork. Yeah. Yeah, low key. I actually need to, <laughs> I need to, <laughs> I need to send her a message. Yeah, man. For real. And um, with mm. your, so you say, like, you do a lot of jumping and stuff. Um, do you now, as you're older and stuff, do you do, any like plyometrics with resistance bands or stuff like that i seen uh lorkin doing a lot of that you know he was euro stepping and then off one leg onto the bench things like that would you recommend stuff like that for younger kids or yeah definitely i would recommend so i i put up a video the video that i put up is like a progression thing so right. start off with your body weight and once you get comfortable with the movements then you can add in a resistance band because if you add a resistance band straight away, you can you you can mess up a lot. Like you'll you'll go into a lot of bad habits. So um, for some of the drills, if you're jumping up off jumping off a platform and you land and your knees bend in like that, mm -hmm. that's that's a that's a bad thing. It's gonna it's gonna deteriorate your knees and then you're gonna end up actually possibly increasing the risk of an ACL tear or things like that. Right. So. I always recommend that you do the exercises with body weight first. And then once you're comfortable and you're like, yeah, this is, this is how to actually do it. My form's correct. Right. Add a little bit of weight, add a resistance band then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the, there's a lot of information out there for, for people. Like, of course I'm here. Mm -hmm. If people want to, if people want to ask me questions, just drop me a message. I'm always happy to answer. I got nothing but time right now. <laughs> like all of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what would your answer be for the skill side? Uh, I think with that is just working on it every day, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah, just getting out there and working on it. I think it's a, uh, what, what did Jordan say in the documentary? It's like some people want it to happen. Some people wish it would happen. Some people make it happen. It's like mm -hmm. we just have to go out there and put the work in. Um, exactly. Every single day. Um, and and kind of just trust the process because it's not going to happen overnight. You know, it might not even happen in, in a couple of months. It might take you six months to fully understand something and then master it. But yeah. to, to just stick to it and, and do the boring work. Um, we're basically just putting in the hours. You know, there is, there's no yeah. real magic formula to developing skill. It's just repetition, repetition, repetition until you build the muscle memory. And, and then it just becomes natural. Uh, definitely. You know. No. That, that, yeah. no, I def definitely agree with that. I think it, in, in the age we're in, Mm -hmm. um, like I, I train a couple of kids and they always get frustrated when we do something once and they don't, they can't, they can't do it. I'm like, everyone wants everything to happen straight away. It's not going to happen straight away. This, this, it's a, it's a, it's a process. Like you might not get it today, but you're going to work on this next week. You're going to work on this when you get home. 
it's gonna it's gonna come to you at some stage you just need to keep working at it and then you'll be successful oh yeah. it's not just something that happens overnight right i got a i got a whole phone full of blooper reels right now of me trying to yeah. try do things you know and yeah so it's like you just got to go through the growing pains and until you until you one until you understand and then two until you've mastered it you know? yeah um, yeah I, I I always wonder when I put up videos um, of me working out if if I should put in the mistakes, the misses as well, because I really hope people don't think like uh, all, 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 all the trainers putting up videos are perfect and they're getting the dribble on the first time and we're not messing up. Even after months of doing it or years of doing it, like I'm sure you've done a crossover and it's still... It it hasn't got to your other hand. Oh no no yeah, yeah. they were <laughs> chasing that. You know back. what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it it's it's gonna happen. You're gonna mess up, um, but you just need to keep sticking with it, and you're gonna get better. Right. I mean, um, we got. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was just thinking about Eliza. Eliza talking about how to get athletic. That dude's one of the most athletic guys. He's one of the most athletic guys, fastest guys I've ever played with. Like, Dude, bounty. What like, was he? Five, five, eight, five, nine? Five, four, five, five. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like five, oh my god! Five, eight, five, nine in his in his shoes, in his basketball shoes. <laughs> then, then he had the high top as well. That my my man was a bucket though. He was tall. Yeah, he really was. Oh gee. I, I didn't get to see a lot of him uh, play last year uh, when he was here. I only got to see him play once with Thunder and then once um, with Griffith College in Varsities. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy is unbelievable. He was, he was a blur. Mm. Yeah. Um, we got another question from one of your – one of the kids that looks up to you and idolizes you, Farouk. He Mom. said – the art of trash talking dead in Ireland. One hundred percent. You bro, think it is, bro? You can't trash talk here. Every time I try and trash talk, referees come over and say, "Now, you guys, you need to stop talking to each other, okay? Leave it alone. Leave it alone. You're both getting teed up, bro." Really? It is dead, but I'm bringing it back. I don't care. And Neil Randolph will tell me I say that every year, but I don't care. It. You can't tr talk trash in this league. Referee is too sensitive, man. I'm telling you. Wow. Bro, I've been... This year, I've met a couple of trash talkers. <laughs> like, I love it. The, the biggest one, the whole... Uh, Scott Kinnevin. Yeah, his Big, big yeah. trash talker. That's and he, he doesn't care who can hear him. No, no, no. He didn't, yeah, of course not. Never has. Doesn't care. Bar Barry Drum trash talks a little bit. Um, <laughs> but, like, he, he's, he's kind of quiet about it. He'll only say a couple of things off what Scott says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Um, one of the Quinn twins, definitely a trash talker up there. Um, Paul Dick. Um... What's the guy's name from Tralee who... Oh, 
I can't I can't remember his name. I can't remember a lot of people's it's names. Not Fergal but... Sullivan, is it? Fergal, yeah, yeah, definitely Fergal. Fergal talks a lot. Of Talking. Um, and then like, who else is there? You know, I I I grew up in the era where like trash talking was like from the minute the game started until the minute the game ended, you were chirping back and forth nonstop. Blah 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 blah. Mm. Can't guard me. Come down. Hit a shot. You can't guard me. You're trash. There's n that doesn't happen anymore. Now it's like yeah. I'm talking about like real trash talk. I'll show you next year. What I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. See the 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 first the the times that I've played against you, like from from the get go, you have been talking, and I love I love that because I'm either gonna talk back or I'm just gonna laugh. Yeah. All right. Uh, and it 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 depends on who it is. If I don't know you. I'm I'm gonna be angry and I'm gonna laugh and then say something back to you. Right. But if I know you, it's just gonna be a fun game the whole time. I love it. Like. Yeah, yeah. Some, um, some people can I, deal with it. Yeah, some people can definitely deal. Some people can't. Certainly. Can. The. So obviously, you would be the biggest trash talker on your team. I think so. You think so? Well, yeah. Okay. If you ask Kieran Rowe, he'd probably say, "Yeah, me." Yeah. I think my answer would surprise you. Biggest trash talker on your team? Uh-huh. Uh, who is it? Neil Lynch? No. Steph. Oh, for real? Steph, bro. Oh, I thought he, he comes across as like just this quiet assassin kind of. No, bro. <laughs> Steph. So Steph will get the ball, right? He'll tell you. I'm going double cross, one dribble into a pull-up. He'll go double cross, one dribble into a pull-up. Oh, and what? he'll start laughing while he does this because he already knows that he's beating you most of the time. Uh -huh. So he starts laughing and he just says like, he says like sly shit. <laughs> I, remember, I remember we were beating a team by law. And, like, they hadn't scored in, like, eight or nine possessions. And then they finally scored. And he was like, hey, good job, guys. That was a good play. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, bro, like, I don't know if you're being that. disrespectful or you're actually saying that was a good play because I don't think it was, bro. Nah, he's definitely dissing you. <laughs> yeah, he he talks, like, and he, he's real disrespectful when he does. He's, he's a super nice guy, yeah. but he can definitely trash talk. Yeah. See, for me, I just like to trash talk. It helps me get going, especially in practice. Mm. You know, it's sometimes it can be tough to uh, get yourself hyped up, motivated. Yeah. So I, I like to, uh, I like to talk smack to Keon Rowe because he doesn't like he doesn't like people talking to him. You know. Yeah. He he's a he's he's real quiet, like quiet, in terms of busy. talking to the other team. Yeah. He's good. He's gonna talk to his team. Um, Excuse me. He's gonna lead the team or whatever, but he does, I, from from my experience of playing with him, he doesn't like the actual trash talking. No, but he gets fired up, and then uh, this year he talked more trash this year than I think I've ever seen him talk, which was uh, which was great. You're rubbing off on him. Yeah, basically, but it, <laughs> it just it makes for good practices, you know. Then it turns practices get competitive, you know. We uh, yeah, you know, if you don't someone starts talking trash to you, you definitely don't want to lose to that scrub. Yeah, know? definitely. But, yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of be the same in practice. 
I'll, I'll talk trash to, to Josh and <clears throat> whoever else I'm guarding or was guarding me. And I think after, when I make a couple of shots, uh-huh. I'm definitely, I'll say out loud, oh, I'm nice. But I'm not really saying that to get at them. I'm saying that to hype me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it gets me going when I say, oh, I'm nice. Yeah, I made that <laughs> shot. It's coming again. Um, oh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go on to the next question. Before we go on to the next question, though, Eric is in here, and he said, man, that bald head is shining. Yeah, see, Eric would be hating, though. He's just, my ex, I called him fat earlier. Yeah, I think he missed that, actually. He, he came in after that. He probably did. Um, it is. It's always shining. That's that, that's that good Nivea lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Black don't crack, baby. That's right. Uh, so the Sideline Live came in. They said, when is the Super League select team taking on the Irish NCAA squad? Hey, I don't know the answer to that, but I think it'd be an unbelievable game. Um, the NCAA team would, you know, they'd have to. It'd be a tough loss for them, but it'd be a good show. Mm. Who do you think would win? Um, now, granted. John and Jordan are both graduated now, so. Yeah, jo- Jordan. Jordan's gonna be on, on the Irish Irish squad. Really, he's yeah. actually no, he's 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 not on either. Well, he doesn't get to play on either. No, nah, he's not in the NCAA anymore. He didn't play Irish league. He's a spectator. He can rent. Yeah, he's a sp- he, he can coach. Yeah, he can coach. He can get him. A he can, no, he can rap actually. Fuck that. Yeah, let's make him rap. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, it would definitely be a, a great game. Like, I just it's a, it's a tough one. It's a it's a tough toss up to who would win because um, there's so much talent on both sides. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent. That's one of the great things about Irish basketball at the moment. You know, the youth coming up. Um, man, crazy. Crazy, crazy talent, crazy amount of athleticism too coming out of yeah. these days. Gee, yeah, fun man. Bro, and there, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, underage girls that are like underrated. Like I've seen a lot of girls play, and I'm like, holy shit! Like in in a couple of years, you're gonna be something. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100 percent. Well, I mean. If you look at the international program, the girls are the ones that are leading the charge. You know, the girls yeah. are that are uh, out there winning tournaments and, and, and playing what I would consider the best style of basketball that you can you can watch. Some of those Definitely. underage international teams for the girls are like, I was sitting there setting the record or the flipping uh, timer so to make sure you didn't miss those games because. Like they're so entertaining, so much mm-hmm. freaking. They're out there full court pressing. So like the girls' side of basketball in Ireland is is blowing up, has been blowing. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just I think it's exciting times all around for Irish basketball. Really, definitely, definitely. I think uh, we're we're missing a lot of uh, a lot of comments lot there, but talking too much. A lot of comments. So right. Lamont said, yeah, the referees won't let you talk. Uh, Ryan said, tough loss. And then Lamont said, Super League by 10. I think 
obviously there's 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 more experience on the on the Super League team, right? And like a couple of those guys have been to the states, uh, played in the states, and grew up in the states. So it, it's it's hard to say. Is this a Super League team? Is it only Irish players? Um, it, it's the one people were putting up online. They, I think I think it's a mix. Yes, okay. Because like if you had Americans in, it's a rap, you know. It's uh it's rap city to basement. Um, yeah. And look at Ryan. Yeah. Things may be a struggle, but guard wise. Guard yeah, guard wise, the, the NCAA team, you guys are a problem. But bigs, you have Owen Nelson, Aiden. Is that it? Who'd you say? Owen, Aiden, and who? That's it. That's the only ones that... Oh, Max. Sorry. Max as well. He, he just signed to Pitt. Okay. Yeah. But no. Like, that... Yeah. In the guard front, they'll be all right. And mm. with the bigs, I think the bigs are just eat. It'd be a good game. Somebody needs to make it happen. Who's Keen? 32. He said, wow. Did I miss somebody out? I'm sure we missed a bunch of people. Yeah. And, uh, hey. Um. You you can't you can't have more than three bigs on a team anyway. So come on. Right. Plus, uh, I'm strapping Ryan Leonard up, man. Now that he's talking. You're strapping Ryan. I uh, yeah. When we do get it, I got Ryan. No doubt. I can't wait for this. I I worked I worked Ryan out last summer, and that boy is athletic. Yo, yeah. Crazy. Oh, oh. Keen Keen is seven foot two playing with Harford. My bad, Keen. My bad. I don't know. I better Hey. Sorry. S send send the highlight tape in, bro. Send the highlight tape. <laughs> Give us a link. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, no, yeah, no that's... his athleticism is uh something serious. I remember yeah. It, was it last? I think it might have been last summer. Was it last summer? The start of last summer, and the, uh, they had the the Irish team. Yeah, because they played all those games here. And yeah. Ryan was back for a little bit, and uh, I wasn't playing. I was just down watching. And there's a couple of, like there's a couple of plays Ryan made, and blew my mind. Like, mm. like out of nowhere, just like taking off, dunking on people. And yeah. So like yeah. Like that, like I said, the talent and the athleticism coming through is spectacular. I'm still yeah, crazy, more, but like, oh yeah, definitely straps. Yeah, straps there's up. a bro. There's a so I recently downloaded TikTok and I was just scrolling through one day, and there's a kid somewhere in the country. I've never heard of this kid before, but he was dunking on a he he changes the height of his rim every now and again. He goes from nine to 9.5 to 10 nine foot rim his sister probably about five foot or less is standing on a on a on a concrete block he jumps over her through the legs this is an irish kid irish kid bro let me let me see if i can hey colin type type in what what that kid's name is but bro like he was he was doing some crazy shit. He's working on uh, uh, all these different types of dunk. 
dunks. Um, but I've never actually heard of him in the in in any sort of conversation about basketball. Yeah, yeah. But I saw it and I was like, "How are you this athletic, bro?" Like, I'll take uh, one tenth of that athleticism at this stage. <laughs> you you still you're still you're still kind of bouncy. I remember that that first game we played against you guys. I. Uh, I, uh, I I got the steal off a pass on uh, off an inbound, and I was I was gonna dunk it, <laughs> and I I thought you were gonna let me, and I was like ah here we go, and I went to gather, and you were still running. I was like shit, he's gonna try block me. I'm not gonna get blocked by Isaac, so I just went up for the layup. But like your hand was there, and I was like okay, and and you used I I think I said it to you afterwards. I was like okay, you still got it. You still got it. Yeah, yeah. Again, like one turbo a game. That's about it, though. <laughs> yeah. My my turbo runs out real quick. <laughs> can't do it for too long. Jared Jago, he probably okay. can't play, but we could teach him to catch a lob. Exactly. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show this video here. I just found it. All right. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't know. Can you see that? Oh, I can see it. Like, is it a boomerang? Is he boomerang on that? Oh, go back. It went to the next video. What's his name? Peter Mannion. Peter Mannion? Yeah. Is he from Dublin? Nah. Oh. Wait, oh Peter Mannion, I think. Hold on one sec. I'm a... Okay, here it is. All right. Oh! What do they call that? Like a scorpion or something. Scorpion dunk, yeah. Yeah, come on, man. He get like he gets it like that's athletic Pete. Yeah, his name on Instagram is Athletic Pete. So I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this kid up after uh, when we're done. Yeah, Athletic Pete's getting right. at least one more after this. Mm -hmm. This like Jer, if if the kid is that that athletic, all he has to do really, you know, run and know how to make a layup. If you can do that and you're athletic, you're getting 12 to 15 points a game. Word. I mean, if you, if you think about it, not, not to disrespect Larkin, but when Larkin first started playing basketball, mm -hmm. he was not a skilled basketball player. You know, he, he purely relied on athleticism. And that's yeah. what, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so impressed with Larkin, especially over the last, like, five years. And more so even over the last two years, because every year over the last two, three years, his improvement <clears throat> year to year is is nuts, you know. Um, it used to be, oh, uh, just step off Lorcan. He can't shoot. So then he added a yeah. jumper. Then it was, oh, uh, make Lorcan go left. He can't go left. He's still not. He still dribbles with his right hand going left. <laughs> he he does the he does the in and out to go back to the left side, but he still goes to the left. Yeah, he can still go left. It's just left, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I mean, that's like it's it's just about putting in the work and adding to your game. And exactly. so yeah, I'll take that raw athleticism and uh, we'll work with it. Yeah, that that's a great. Yeah, still yeah. haven't used my left hand yet. Yeah, he 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 said the other day he was like. Sometimes I go left, and I was like, when? Like, yeah, what? right? It's like, does it count because you're moving to the left, even though you're still dribbling with your right? 
<laughs> yeah, he, he, he really has, like, kind of mastered that. When he, when he goes to the in and out and goes right, he bumps you with that shoulder. So, like, he has that space to use his right hand on that side. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, de- definitely not, not, not a fan of the left hand, Lorcan. I see you. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. <laughs> okay. Fuchs said, did you, did you see the uh, basketball and all-star team? Uh, well, the first I, team. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. I can't remember it. Um, who, who would yours be? Oh, man. Uh, that's a tough question. Yeah. I know uh, I'd, I'd, oh, yeah, yeah. I'd put Paul on there. Paul Dick. Mm-hmm. is a no-brainer for me. Facts. Um, I'd possibly put Steph in just because he was he was so tough and a lot of what like you guys did, I think he was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, oh, it all depends then if we're again uh, Blaylock for for Star. Yeah, he had that 50 against UCD. I just think he was the best player in the league this year. Um, and then... I don't know. I need somebody else. Who am I there? Like, I really, it's tough for me to... I don't know. I'm tempted to put CJ up there, too. Um, just because I, I was so impressed with CJ this year as well. Yeah. You know... I love super impressive. CJ's game, um, especially yeah. considering he's only 17, 18, you know. And yeah. Bro, and he's, su- he's such a nice, like, humble kid. Like, he's not he's not, a, he's not in any way an asshole or a dick about it. Like, right. he, shook my, he shook my hand after the first game, and he said, good game, sir. And I was like, <laughs> oh, bro, I can't even be mad at you. Like, right. no, yeah, I good game, you. kid. Yeah, yeah. That's the look of the future. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're great. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, CJ mm. is uh, he's tough, man. He's tough to get flustered, too, you know? Yeah. Um, you can't really take him out of his game. Uh, he, he just stays even keel the whole time. Mm. Um, and so I think, yeah, for, for what he achieved this year um, at such a young age, I'd probably throw him in there. Yeah, okay. That's a good Probably forgetting some people, but yeah, you're definitely gonna forget some people. Like I think we what there's twelve teams in the league, right? And like there, there's a there's a question that maybe two players off each team or one player off each team should have been on that top five, right? So, right. You know, it's it's gonna be <clears throat> it's gonna be hard to hard to actually make that five without forgetting anybody. Uh-huh. Um, uh So. I think um, I think it's def. Oh, okay. Actually, no. We got some more more questions. So Jerry said, "Top Irish scorer in a cup final ever with no left hand." I'll take that all day, Norco. Facts. Mm. Neil said, "Isaac, what were the one on ones like against the little big against the little against the little against big, the little big Aaron? Aaron? Because Aaron's huge, man. He's my the oh, little okay. bro. He's always been bigger than me." Oh okay. I've never I've I've never seen him ever. 
Oh, Aaron's built like a brick shit house, man. <laughs> okay. He's over in the States, right? He's over in Denver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I might have seen some Instagrams. Um, yeah, no, nah, Aaron's big dude. He's one of those naturally big guys. Doesn't have to work out a whole mm -hmm. lot. He, uh, he left here in fourth year here, the transition year. And he okay. went over and he, uh, he lived with my aunt and my cousin. And he started playing football. And uh, oh. <laughs> he, was, he was on that red meat and football diet. And, uh, he, he got big. Yeah, yeah he's huge. But uh, he's only ever beaten me in one-on-one -on -one, one time ever in his, uh, oh. in his whole life. We, so, yeah. uh, now, it was one of those times where he was telling me what he was going to do. And then, yeah. But he did the same move, like 11, 11 straight buckets. It was one of those days for him. <laughs> it was a long day for him. It was a long day for me. <laughs> First time he ever beat me, I never heard the end of that. He's beaten me one time in one-on-one, -on -one and he beat me one time in a rap battle. And that's it. Damn, rap battles. You got to have some sense. I need to. Yeah, I'm sure there was a lot of... Uh... Fun moments in that house. Oh yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty nonstop. Mm. Uh, Erica came back in again. She said, "Early morning and or late evening sessions." Is that is that what she said? She said early morning and late she said evening early sessions. Morning question mark. Late evening sessions. Did you mean or? Maybe she meant or. She might have meant or. Yeah. Uh. If I had to choose, I'd probably pick late evenings. Anyone who knows me knows I'm not a morning person. It's a, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't operate too well until I get my coffee in. Yeah. I'll no, take any session I, I can get in. Any session I can get in for sure. I love, I, I also love my, my early morning sessions. I'm definitely a morning person or just a nocturnal, like just a, Always awake person. Yeah, yeah, just a never sleep person. <laughs> Connor said, favorite Irish basketball player that played abroad. So, that like went overseas and played? Yeah. Um, can I say myself? Yeah, you can. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, my favorite Irish player that went abroad and played. Jeez. Um, I'm going to say, I think this is going to, I don't know, possibly Colin O'Reilly. Colin O'Reilly, okay. I, uh, Good answer. You know, I think Colin is, uh, a lot of people, or at least the young players of today, they never got to see Colin play in his heyday. You know, mm. Colin was one of the toughest people to guard. He was so crafty. He was long, tall. He could shoot, you know, um, and and he was really he was smart. And then he was had all the dirty tricks. Um, yeah, he he still has those. Oh, he has those. He'll never lose those, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think maybe Colin O'Reilly. I don't know. That's a tough question. There's probably again, there's mm. so many people that have gone away and played abroad. Yeah, there's definitely a lot. Um. Yeah, so I'm just going to go with Colin because I remember growing up, I was always, Colin was a year or two older than me and uh, mm -hmm. he was one of those guys, even though he was only, you know, he was a peer of mine, I, I looked up to Colin 
as a basketball yeah. player because he was he was just so skilled and, and the way he went about playing the game was was different to kind of anybody else that was playing back then. So yeah, he stood out to you. Yeah, for no, sure. That's awesome. For sure. Um, I think um, the whole the whole dirty dirty tricks thing. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of players. Actually, not not a lot. There's a few players in the league that can do it and get away with it. Yeah, there's a few that get, can do it and get away with it because they're good at it. And then there's a few who can do it and get away with it because they got that reputation. They've got that reputation for sure. Like, I've seen, not not to, not to single them out, but I saw Donahue get oh, in a referee's face. Like, bark at this referee and the referee just went, okay, next play down, foul on us. And I was like, bro, there's cameras here. Like, they can yeah, see you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Don, he, he switches it up, you know, between playing basketball and then playing a bit of the GAA. Yeah. And uh, Paul, Paul said untrue. <laughs> nah, G, come on, man. Paul knows. He knew who we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just uh, Donahue. Jay Colleen gets away with murder. Oh, yeah. Jay gets, gets, gets away with a lot. Um, no, who else? Colin gets, gets away with a lot, too. See, Colin's just good at it. Yeah. He's, he's like they, they, They've established a, a certain level of respect in the league, and that's obviously fair because of everything that they've done and how, how impactful they were they are to basketball in Ireland, which right. I get, but come on. There's some, some blatant calls there. <laughs> Jay, ain't a, Jay ain't a saint. Don't start that. Jay is a saint. Don't start that. Yeah, right. No, man. Oh, Jason. That, that. <laughs> I'm not talking about his moves. I'm talking about his elbows. <laughs> yeah. Lorcan travels like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, I actually expected uh, Paul to be uh, a bit of a dirty player, but the the two times we matched up against him, he didn't actually do anything that I was like, oh, okay. Like, not. I mean, he didn't yeah. do anything that was dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's he's a great player. Obviously, he didn't do anything that was dirty. Um, but Donny, he he hit me a couple times. Like, I think we were like ten points up at the time in like the last uh, last probably. 40 or 30 seconds and I went for a rebound and Donahue just went boom hit me right in the ribs and I was like oh. yeah. the referee was right there and I was like oh, come on man the game game's over I don't want to get hurt yeah. you should consider yourself lucky they didn't call a foul on you bro facts um, I'll answer Jared's question is it over the okay, course so... in Ireland who are the best players you played with or against mm. Uh, well, obviously, my the, I mean, my favorite players to play with are my family, my brothers. Mm-hmm. They don't count. But my favorite player to play with over all of the years is uh, John Bean. I, uh, you know, because I grew up playing with John from yeah. 10, 9, 10 years old, you know. And uh, myself and John are cut from the same cloth when it comes to, like, competitiveness. Right. That dude is, he's one of the most competitive guys I know. And so, like, I, I attribute my competitiveness 
and my competitive nature to growing up playing ball with John. He's also one of the smartest players ever that I've yeah, played. Yeah, he's a very so, smart player. Oh, man. John, again, John was never one of the most athletic guys, you know. He could shoot that shit like nobody else, but he had to mm. rely on understanding the game and uh, just being smart, knowing when to cut, when to stay where he is and things like that. So John is sure. a that dude is, is is definitely my favorite player to play with, which is, you know, I've played with a lot of players over the years, um, but but John's my guy. And then against uh, Kyle Hosford. Kyle, yeah, Kyle's a, a bucket. Yeah, I always say that he's my favorite player to play against because you you can't come in half-assed against Kyle. You're going mm. to get roasted. Um and so, yeah, Kyle, Kyle always makes sure you show up with your A game, you know? Yeah, definitely. I'm surprised you didn't mention him when we were talking about trash talking. I forgot him. No, nah, he's – Kyle's my favorite. Sorry about that. Our limit came up for some reason. Bro, That's I wasn't going let, to let, let it end on that. I need, you, uh, I need you to keep on talking. Let's run it back. All right. Well, where were we? What were we talking about? Oh, Kyle. We were talking yeah, about Kyle, okay. yeah. Tell Kyle you don't like the color of his laces, and he's gonna he's gonna lose his mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that dude is the most, he's the most hot-headed dude in the league. Yeah. So, but at the same time, he's tough, man. Love that dude. Yeah, he he's a he's a he's a different type of player. I think uh, that that really fuels his team when he does get get angry as well. I think there, there's right. there's some players that. When they get angry or that hot-headedness comes out in them, it's detrimental to the team. But I think that really fires up their team. They've got a, they've got really good team chemistry. Um, I didn't I didn't get to <clears throat> play against them the first the first time down in Cork. I was injured, uh-huh. but the second game we played against them, um, they had just obviously the day before they were up in Belfast, and oh. the shot happened. Um, so this I'm guy. sure Lamont is going to say something about that. Um, I really need to get Lamont on here as well, to be honest with you. You definitely should. Yeah. Um, and he, like, <laughs> when we played against them, um, the next day there was there. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything, but. They, yeah, come on. They, they were angry. The smoke, man. Give us the smoke. They they were angry the whole time. And uh, the referee, one of the referees who was up in Belfast the night before, unfortunately had to referee the, the, that game against us. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they were, they were angry because they had lost that game. They were angry at the referee. They were, it, it was just, but, but they were still playing well together. With yes. that anger, Carl got angry, and they they started they they leveled up a bit again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lamont was just Jesus Christ, he was killing us. Yeah, yeah him and him and the other big guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't want Lamont with a chip on his shoulder, bro. You need no. You need Lamont coming in there in chill mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, ho- hopefully, he takes it easy on you. Best so. dressed coach in the league. <laughs> <laughs> what? I want to know who's doing all this voting. <laughs> For real. Oh, <laughs> who's making these decisions, bro? As as, as Puff said, um, 
What's his name? Adrian pulled up to a game in a full three-piece suit. Right. Lamont pulled up to a game with shorts and a jersey. Yeah. Best dressed in the league, fam. Best dressed in the league. <laughs> no, that shit was hilarious. You can't, you can't deny the man's swag, you know? Yeah, for sure. He dresses like a 90s hip-hop rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Swag, swag, swag for sure. Um, so Erica, asked, no, not Erica. Claire Amelia, the goat, asked a question. She said, "What countries have you both played in?" So uh, I'll I'll let you go first because I think there's there's obviously a lot of kids that never that that don't really know what your history is. They don't know what your player resume is. Mm. Yeah, mm. I uh, I well I went to. High school for a year in Colorado, and then I right. went to college in America, and then after that I went to Spain for about six months. Played in Spain. From there I went to Iceland for a year, and then to England for about four or five years, possibly five years, I think, and then back to Ireland. Oh sure. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't realize you would. You'd also been to Spain and um, and uh, been to high school in the States. I thought you just went from here to go to college. That's amazing, yeah. man. That's yeah, a, that's no, a... Spain was a tough one. I was, uh, it was the first place I went, you know, to mm-hmm. play for a, a professional team. And um, I didn't speak any Spanish. And, yeah, and, I know that struggle. And the town that I lived in was, uh, it was like this small little wine village. You know, we had a good team, but... Like I'm talking about, nobody spoke English, um, and so no. it it didn't last very long. Oh, yeah. But again, you get a cramp. Yep, you know I did. <laughs> Dog, this old age is no joke. <laughs> Yo, it just snuck up on me. These workouts are creeping up on me, bro. Yeah, got to rehab properly. Oh, get some water in. Dang, I got a ref. I need a refill on the water. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I said, yeah. Dang, that was real. <laughs> Bro, like, leave it to you to get a cramp while on an interview. You know, I got a coach in 15 minutes. Let's talk about that. How do you find the uh, Zoom? Like, how do you find the coaching with the Zoom? The Zoom coaching? Um, like, I, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it because... Like, I, I, I love my kids so much. Like, coaching is really a passion for me. So being able to do it in this in these circumstances is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's definitely a couple of challenges because you're not only you're, – you're not – obviously, you're not face-to-face with the person. Um, and then you got to worry about internet issues. Yeah. So one, one thing that I've definitely faced, and <clears throat> it's, it's something that you can't even overcome, is when I'm coaching – I'll have, uh, I've got my group of five kids and I can see three, three of the kids have great connection. So I can see everything that they're doing, mm-hmm. but two of the kids have poor connection. So I'll say, okay, we're doing this now. And then five minutes into the drill, I can't see what they're doing because of their internet so bad. Right. And then when I finally get to see it, they're doing the thing wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've been doing it wrong for five minutes. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. 
as I said, you guys got to let me know if you can't hear what I'm saying, make sure, or you can't see what I'm doing, make sure that you understand what we're doing before you go ahead because of the internet connection so poor. Right, right. No point in doing but, it. Bro. Exactly. But it, it's, a, it's a great, great portal uh, for everybody. And I think I'm definitely going to incorporate this Zoom kind of environment next season with the teams I'm coaching. Um, like have, my, have my, my training session, my physical training session, and then also have a Zoom call at some mm -hmm. point during the week to discuss tactics, look over uh, game tape, different things like that. Because right. it, it's definitely something we, that we don't utilize enough that we could. Well, and definitely should, like, because there's not enough, you don't get enough contact hours on the court with teams. You know, like I was saying, exactly. you don't get to see these kids enough during the week. So to be a, like, if you have the platform of a Zoom or something like that where you can watch film, um, or, you know, talk about philosophies or whatever, you know, yeah. it's, it's a way to, yeah, I might have to incorporate that myself. No, definitely. Like, it's a, it, it's a, it's a great tool to use. And um, I think the, I, I, I've, I've started recording some of my sessions as well. So right. I'm, I'm going to be putting together clips <clears throat> for, for the kids I'm coaching to say, okay, you were doing this wrong. But when you switched it up, you did it right, and look how much, how much more space you created, or how how much easier it was for you to get that finish uh -huh. where your footwork was incorrect the last time and you couldn't do it. Yeah. Um. So that whole, uh, Weezy, baby. monkey see, monkey do thing to not 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 to say monkey see, but once you can, I think for <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, it's very helpful for kids to be able to see or players in general, to be able to see something that they did wrong mm -hmm. and then do it. Yeah, yeah. And no, for sure. Like that, that video evidence of being able to like really pinpoint um, and show the mistakes, especially like if you're doing team practices and be able to show like, look, you thought you were in good space, but mm -hmm. really you're like three feet away from where you should be. But like, yeah. if I say that to you, yeah, that's all. That's one thing. But if I can show it to you, you, I mean, you can't, the, the tape never lies, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's good. I, Erica was on here earlier, you know, and uh, mm. just speaking of video, she sent me a video. She's like, I've never done this before. Can you check my footwork and tell me if it's right? And it's like, it's like, yeah, man, to have the video footage and be like, yeah, that's, it's pretty good, but, like, you're, you're gathering the ball too soon or it's good, but you, you, you're too wide in your stance or anything like that, the video uh, makes a huge yeah. difference for sure. Yeah, definitely. It, it's a big thing. I think, uh, I think Erica, uh, just her inquisitive nature of basketball is amazing mm -hmm. to see. Like she really just <clears throat> loves basketball, even when when she's on the on the zoom, on the Zoom chats with us. Um, she's uh, she's constantly asking questions, constantly trying to get better. And I know she. So she was telling me the other day that so she does a session with you, she does her own session, and then does a session with me in the evening. And I was like, bro, good job, but don't worry yourself out. The girl, <coughs> she loves basketball, man. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, you know, and 
it's uh, that's what makes it easy. Like when you're coaching these kids and they're so passionate and they have so much drive and stuff, it's like you can't help but be inspired to like help them out because exactly the, the the more the more they they love the game, the more I want to do for them. Right. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got we got a question. I think um, question. She's, or, so Orla said. How do you guys deal with the mental side of injuries, recovery, and not being able to play at the level you want to? That's a good question. It's a great question. Um, I'll let you. I'll let you go on that one. I know, like, well, I mean, the mental side of injuries. I think it's depends on if it's like an injury, if you're injured or if you're hurt. The tough part about being injured is when you can't play. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, who is it? Were you talking to Puff maybe at one time? And he was saying, do, you know, what you can. So say you've got an ankle injury, yeah. chair, and shoot from a chair, you know. Exactly. Keep you involved that way. Um, but if it's like an injury that uh, you can play through, like this last year, I played injured for a large portion of the season. I was dealing with uh, Achilles tendinopathy. And so my Achilles is just really, really sore. And so um, I was, every practice was painful. Every game was painful. And, yeah. But at the same time, just, you know, you're not willing to shut it down either. And, oh, of course. And so I think it's, it's uh, you know, you kind of have to ask yourself, are you doing more damage by playing on a certain injury? And if so, then yeah. you just have to stop playing. Um, but if it's just like a, a pain or, or something that you can play with, then I think, you know, it's just you have to have a certain mental toughness to yeah. get past that, that discomfort um, and then try and contribute in, in whatever way you can um, yeah. with, with that injury. Yeah, say. no, definitely. You, you, you definitely have to weigh it up and say, like, is me playing going to be detrimental to my team or detrimental to my health as well? Mm -hmm. Like, stop. I sprained these three fingers here. Okay. So I wasn't able to catch the ball for like two weeks. That's why I missed. I, I missed. Uh, I missed the Neptune game, and we lost. And that really pissed. That that pissed me off because I felt like, yeah, I can. I like. I can still run. I can play defense a little bit. I might not be able to use my left hand completely, but mm -hmm. I can still be out there. So that, that played on my mind a bit, being like, nah, I, I can push through this. So the week after, um, I got cleared up again with the physio and the doctor, wrapped my hand up, um, took some ibuprofen, and I, I played through it. You know what I mean? Now I've got this time to to rehab that injury. Right. It's that uh, kind of risk... risk the reward type of thing like exactly yeah like what's the risk for what i'm going to get out of this um and then weighing up the options of it whether you should play through or shut it down yeah oh yeah for sure um i think also orla um asked another question on top of that so we'll do orla's question and then Farouk's question and then i gotta go All right, bet. but she said and what advice would you give to a player who isn't athletic fast, et cetera, on how uh, they can separate themselves from everybody else. Um, I, th I think for, for that one, it's, 
it's it's like anything else, you know. It's like anything else in life. Nobody's an all rounder, but they have something that they're great in, and something they're known for. So if you're not known as a as a fast player or an athletic player, there's other facets of the game. There's so many facets of the game that you can improve at and be exceptional over other people. So um, being athletic and fast might be a want for you, but being realistic is 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 the best way to do it. And I think the the, the longer you have a, a basketball career and you think about it, the the more things you add to your game. And if you can add something like if you're a great shooter, work on your shooting, keep on working on your shooting, or work on your ball handling. If you're not, if if you you're not an athletic player, there's there's loads of facets to the game that you can get better at. I feel. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, um, also, I think then, you know, because Laura can say you can get more athletic. You might not ever be the most athletic. But again, Mm -hmm. being athletic and athleticism is really only like a small facet of the game. You know, if you Mm -hmm. want to stand out in a way, be the person who talks the most on defense. Yeah. And be, be the most physical player on your team. Uh, you know, become a great shooter, become a great passer, uh, things that don't require quite so much athleticism. Um, yeah. You know, like you said, these are the things that can separate you without having to, you know, dunk the basketball or be the fastest player. Yeah. Or, you know, be the best communicator, be the best uh, encourager on the team, you know, and do these little things that, Unfortunately, a lot of times go unnoticed. And oh yeah. By 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 the uneducated eye, but you know, coach, yeah. coaches see those things, and you know, your teammates will notice those things. If you're the one that's first out of a timeout to give a high five to everybody coming in, you're the first person to pick somebody up off the floor. You know, all of these yeah. different little intangibles will eventually, you know, if you put them all together, set you up to be different than everybody else basically because yeah not everybody does those things oh facts i think i think mike uh your your brother uh has been that player the last the last few years i've seen him in super league Mm -hmm. he definitely does the dirty work as they call it um and i feel he's underrated because of all of the little things that he does like he's gonna fight for every rebound he's gonna Beat his beat his matchup before his matchup even gets the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like things like that. Uh, I think your brother is definitely one of those guys who has found that. Okay, I I can do all of this work without scoring twenty points a game, mm-hmm. and I'm still contributing twenty points worth of work to the team. He appreciate you saying that. We t- we talk about that a lot of uh, all the time. You know, uh, Michael sets the best screens on our team. Yeah, he he sent me with a couple. Yeah, that's not that doesn't show <laughs> up on the stat sheet, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no stat for oh he set ten good screens. Um, yeah, you know, so there's there's so many different little things that you can do to uh, to really separate yourself or or you know stand out or make a difference without having to be super athletic or super fast or super quick. Not to say. 
not to say I don't work on those things, but I wouldn't. You, I wouldn't fixate on it. Yeah, I wouldn't let that be a deterrent to to yeah who you are as a basketball player ever. Oh yeah, definitely. You know? um, yeah, no, that's a great answer. We'll go for the last question now, and uh, we'll end it. Uh, so Farouk said, "How do you feel that some kids don't know about the dynasty that was Finton's basketball?" You know, it's it's their loss, man. <laughs> those those Finton's teams. Yeah, I just feel lucky, really, to be honest, to be a part of it. If I'm being honest, I was uh, I was really lucky growing up, being able to play at Finton's. I got to play for my dad, and. Mm. And from from the minute I went in the first year in Fintons, it was the, the basketball program was elite, you know. And I had the likes of, you know, my older brother was there, Johnny Grinnell was there, Mark Grinnell was there, John Bean's older brother Simon Bean was there. And so, like the minute I got there, it, it was they were elite, elite. And so, wow. and I was just happy to have that standard you know, to work towards. Because I wasn't at that level, you know, the, of these guys. Yeah. Well, three, four years older than me. But, like, that's where I wanted to get to. I wanted to be... Yeah, that pushed you. I wanted to win championships like these guys. And so, like, as soon as I got there, that was just what happened. You, you played for the team. You won All-Irelands. You won Dublin Cups. You won tournaments. And then... You came back and you did it again. It was just kind of, it was what I was used to. And yeah. the fact that the young kids don't know about it today, hey, it's their loss. That's true. That's true. But it was, uh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And that's why, uh, oh, oh, that's why my old man is the goat when it comes to coaching yeah. basketball. He really is. I got, I have, so much respect for him. I, I, I remember I messaged you messaged you a couple of years ago after I played against him. And, you know, he, he's definitely one of the people that I look up to. I have so much respect for him. Uh, to, to still be playing and the way he looks at basketball differently. And <clears throat> one thing that stood out to me is he's been playing basketball for, what, 50 years maybe, whatever it is. Yeah. And he was being coached by someone else and he, he sat there and listened to what the guy was saying, even though he probably had a different idea of what they could do better. And his idea might have been more right. Mm-hmm. It might have been more correct. He still sat there and was like, okay, this is my coach. I'm going to listen to him. I've got a wealth of knowledge behind me, but he's my coach. Right. I'm going to listen to what he's saying. And yeah. he bought into that system and did what he was required to do. Yeah. That's Which it. is like... Yeah, it, it's amazing, and there's, there's there's kids these days that look at their coach and go, "What the what does he know about basketball? What do you know about basketball? Right. Everybody's learning together right now, but if you don't buy into the coach's system, that's one thing. If if you buy into the coach's system and it doesn't go right for you, you don't win the game or whatever it is. Yeah, that you you can you can look at the coach or the coach can look at himself and go okay that didn't work for us we got to switch it up next time maybe I should listen to my players have their input a little bit but if you don't buy into what the coach says and you just go out there and do your own shit you're right in the bench 
Oh, 100%. And chances are a team is doomed from the get-go. You're not going to win. If you can't get the players on the court and the coach on the same page, it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Um, yeah. And so, like that. My dad, my dad loves to coach, but he also loves to play. He loves to be coached. Yeah. You know? Um, and so, I think that's all, all good players, you know, always want to be coached. You you want to learn. Mm-hmm. You want to get better, um, and and that's like that's forever, all the time. Definitely. No matter, no matter what stage of your basketball career you're at, I'm you know, twenty years in at this stage, and I love when you know a coach drops a little knowledge bomb on you that you never heard before, or that like yeah. makes something make sense to you now, you know, or calls you out for something that you thought you were doing good. You know, there's nothing better than being called out for being shit at something or doing something wrong. And as, yeah. as you can take it and learn from it. Like, that's what you yeah. want. So, yeah, you definitely got to channel that that advice the right way. Like, it's, you know, the, the, the coach is there to, to make you better and for to help you guys win. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, Farouk, I, I have the coach, but this guy's here asking a great question. Um... And uh, my kids are in here too. So, all right, my bad, guys, but I'll be with you after this question, I promise. Yeah, so, yeah, he said, how do both of y'all want to be remembered in 20 years' time when you're done playing? I'll let you go first. In 20 years' time? Mm. I'm going to still be playing, yo. I'm a Westbrook, <laughs> man. In Facts. Time, I'm only going to be 55. That means I got eight more years in my career. <laughs> it's in the jeans. He's still gonna be playing. Twenty years time. Come on, Farouk. You know this. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a good question. If I was to answer it honestly, I I want to be remembered as someone who competed. You know, yeah. who who played hard and 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 played the right way. I guess to put it really simply. Yeah. yeah, someone who went out on the court and when they played, they they competed and went hard and gave it a hundred percent, and then because uh, if you do that, I can live with the results. Yeah, definitely. If you leave it on the floor, leave everything on the court, like <clears throat> you can live, you can live, you can live with the results. You won't have any regrets. So I definitely agree with you on that one. Um, I I, I definitely want to be known for my passion basketball how much i love the game um because it, it's it's the reason why i continue to do what i do like co- coaching right now uh seeing development in <clears throat> in the youth. you know that you're getting the discussion going that you're out here upskilling the kids and um but thank you everybody for tuning in thank you isaac for joining me today it was awesome um Really wish I had more than an hour just to be able to speak about everything because I think there's a lot of things that we can cover uh, and that we didn't cover, unfortunately. But I'll definitely get him back on here again. Um, So thank you, and uh, I'll see you guys next week.